Listen up, maggots. We got targets inbound. So lock and load your senses and stand by for imminent contact. If you love beer, you're in the beer army. So grab a frosty brew and get ready. It's time to liberate your senses. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Well, welcome to the show. It's Mick Dagger here. And the general. Oh, wait a minute. You wanted to change my name. You didn't want to call me Mick Dagger anymore. What's oh, up we, are we going to officially change that? I don't know. No, I, th- I think we got to keep you. it because I think if we don't, if we do do that, that's kind of like, <laughs> it's like tapping back into a new you chapter. You are so adamant about that. It's like one of those chapter books where you're like, go back to chapter, you know, like go back to page whatever, you know. You were so, so. adamant about that. Uh, just want to remind everybody that we have our uh, In Your Face, our quarterly uh, video online. You can get on it. Um, I will, you know what? I forgot to post the link to that. So I will post that to our Facebook page here shortly so you can link to it and get on with us uh, tonight. We're doing that at 8 o'clock, right, Mick? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it's just kind of a free form. Uh, we're going to talk about where the hell we want to talk about. And uh, yeah, it's for about an hour. If you got questions, you can definitely ask. Um, you can do it live right there. It's kind of an interesting thing. If you've never done a Google Hangout or whatever before, no, gonna, I'm interested. I'm uh, excited for this one. Yeah, I think uh, people will dig it. So uh, please check it out. Uh, your weekend? How was your weekend? Une- uneventful? <laughs> or, did, or were you hanging around porn stars? No, again? life has thrown life's curveballs. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Car repairs and a bunch of other crap. You got to love car repairs. Actually, Medical bills, car repairs, all that. I was going to ask so. you if you can go drop me off to the Dodge dealer because I had $1,400 in repairs myself. Yeah. Yeah. I was like winning. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, just my life. That and happens. if that wasn't enough, uh, it took my kids to our annual pilgrimage of Great Wolf Lodge out in Concord, right outside Charlotte or whatever. Oh, and, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That place is all about removing you from your money as quickly and as efficiently mm-hmm. as possible, mm-hmm. using your kids to do it. <laughs> yeah. Mommy, daddy, I want this. <laughs> it's a uh, indoor water park extravaganza and uh yeah it uh my wallet's a little lighter so hence why i'm working now to why they invented those things (laughs) exactly to make money off of your kids anyways let's talk about the beer let's jump right into it this Mm. beer i love it i love it i love it i like it a lot i didn't realize we've already featured three uh, beers from these guys Uh, i know we did one before but uh and we featured them in episode 122 the first time wicked headbanging we featured their black angel and then again episode 148 body slam where we had their amoris dry hopped american sour ale remember i can Mm. never pronounce that damn name right and who I'm talking you about? You don't speak Spanish. I know what I'm talking about is uh, Wicked Weed Brewing out of Asheville, North Carolina. This is their El Paricio Imperial Coffee mm. Stout. Did I do it pretty good? A Paricio. Para, Paricio. Uh, I can't roll my R's. P A R A I S O. This thing. Para, yeah, Paricio. This thing's clocking mm. in at 9.5 percent ABV. That is Spanish for Paradise or Heaven. So I know that much. Okay, I might not be able to pronounce it, but I know what it means. So that counts for something. <laughs> Did you Google Translate that? No, of course not. I didn't do that. My kids are taking Spanish for Christ's sake. No, yeah, I, I freaking Googled it, too. <laughs> uh, so, uh, again, you can get more information about Wicked Weed Brewing by going to wickedweedbrewing.com. Uh, this beer was formerly known as Red Eye Stout. They, uh, they sourced the cocoa from a local um, supplier, the French Broad Chocolate Factory. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, it pours a jet black. It's got a, a tan head. Um, there's definitely some uh, thicker, creamy-type lacing going on. You get the smell of coffee, cocoa, and the roast is very prominent. I do pick up some caramel as well, but, um, again, that coffee, cocoa, and roast really is pretty overpowering on the nose. Uh, the flavor the flavor, the flavor is similar uh, to the nose with the addition of toast and a touch of molasses or um, maybe it's brown sugar. I'm not sure. It's either molasses or brown sugar that I'm kind of picking up a little bit. 
uh, it finishes with the coffee, the cocoa, and then there's some burnt caramel flavors that I pick up on the on the finish. You do pick up a little bit of the warmth from the alcohol, uh, but it's not boozy or anything like that. Uh, body and mouthful, I would say, is medium to high with low to medium carbonation. Maybe a little bit more towards medium than low to medium. But um, mm. the finish has a nice softness to it, and it's really, really creamy. And again, I, the immediate thing I think of is I like to try this on nitro. <laughs> I don't know why, but... Um, oh, that would be great. Overall, I, I would say it's another great beer from uh, Wicked Weed. You know, it just uh, I've yet to have a beer from them where I'm like, ooh, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, um, you know what I'd say? What would you say? It's chewy. Ah, <laughs> not, not as in Chewbacca chewy. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. No, this is wonderful, man. Just to kind of recap, and I think it's appropriate that we mention these guys or bring them up because they've had a lot going on in the past year. And, and uh, just to, uh, again, if you if you want to get the full, you know, shindig and lowdown on why Wicked Weed, again, go back to episode 122, Wicked Headbanging, where we featured them the first time. We kind of go in more depth. But, again, it was formed or the concept was formed by Walt and Luke uh, Dickinson. And then in 2011, they teamed up their lifelong friends, uh, Ryan Guthy and his parents, Rick and Denise. And. Um, again, the, the name, and this was 2011 when they kicked off, and then the name pays tribute to uh, uh, King Henry VIII, you know, in 1500s where he declared the hops a wicked and pernicious pernicious weed uh, that would ruin beer, and uh, they ran into that for inspiration. Uh, they opened the brew pub again in December 2012. The Funkatorium opened up in October 2014. They've won a ton of medals at GABF. So what have these guys been up to? It is ridiculous redonkulous what they've been up to so last summer they opened a new package brewery just outside of Asheville specifically in Candler North Carolina that's about five miles west of Asheville hundred beer barrel facility seven million dollars to put that bad boy okay so stay with me now Mick I know your eyes just went big stay with me now on this timeline because this is crazy these guys are in hyperdrive okay so that happened last summer Mm -hmm. then a couple of months ago they started distribution in Raleigh through MIMS Distributing Mm. they just announced they're going to start distributing in Texas this spring and everybody you know it's supposed to be preparation for their collaborations with Jester King which is just just west of Austin Texas oh hell yeah because they do a lot of type of similar beers too and so they're looking to do a lot of collabs with them. So it kind of makes sense. I'm pissed because it's like, can we get the rest of North Carolina distributed into, like specifically New Bern, you know, before we go out of state, you know? Yeah, but they have some really good know. beers. You got to travel some distance to I get. I know, I know. Last, and then get this shit, dude. Then last week, they announced a fourth production facility. It's a 17-acre property in Arden, North Carolina. That's just a couple miles north of Mills River where Sierra Nevada is located. Yeah, yeah. You know, Fletcher or Mills River, depending on which, uh, we, as we learn, depending on what address you use. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing that to relieve the pressure at the Funkatorium and take the lead on its barrel-aged and cellaring program. So this thing is going to have its own 30-barrel brew house. Just for the barrel age and, and cellaring, you know, I'm just like, holy shit, man. So it's also going to feature office space, a training campus for distributors, retailers, and staff, plus uh, an event space to do events and stuff like that. And that's just oh, south wow. now at Asheville. So, so is this going to be an extension of the Funkatorium? Is it going to be well, fun- it's, it's, Funkatorium Junior? Um, I didn't see a name anywhere, but it, they're supposed they're expecting it to come online one July. So I think we're going to need to go out there and check it out for ourselves. And see so wow, spring they'll be distributing in Texas. Yeah, they're going to be working with Jester, and then in July they're getting this up. And yeah, running. and it's they the ta- are in hyperdrive, and it's to take the lead on the fun- so so. It's just a recap. 
they have a brew. They start off as a brew pub restaurant. Okay, that's right. where they started. Then they opened up the Funkatorium. That happened like we talked about in uh, the end of October. 2014, October 2014. Okay, so let's let's go from there. They opened up in 2011, brewery restaurant. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they, I guess they were lazy for a couple of years. Let's call it that. They opened up their they opened up their Funkatorium in October 2014. Okay, then last summer they opened up their production facility, 100 beer barrels f- production f- facility. Then they moved to a couple months ago. They they uh, started distribution. You know, expanding in Raleigh, and I'm gonna explain why that's important here because I'm gonna give you the numbers. Then this spring, they're gonna be distributing to Texas to do collabs with Jester King, which is out of Austin, just outside Austin, Texas. And then this summer, July one, they're expected to have this new 30 barrel facility. You know, another offsite. It's just like so they got four physical locations, all that. And the reason why I really want to put this into perspective—that's a lot of growth so yeah. fast. Now. Okay, so let's just start with 2014 when they opened up the Funkatorium. Mm-hmm. They only shipped out about a thousand beer barrels outside Asheville, bro. <laughs> Total production for 2000, two, yeah, two years ago in 2014, less than two years ago, probably less than two years ago. So all of 2014, wow. they shipped out only a thousand beer barrels outside Asheville. They only made 5,200 beer barrels for the entire year of 2014. Oh wow! Okay, and now they got a hundred beer barrel facility. They got another thirty barrel facility that they're bringing. Like holy shit, Batman! <laughs> I was like, whoa! I mean, wow. just to go from 2014, 2015, these last three years. Well, that number is going to more than double. It's crazy, man. I, no, I mean, crazy good. You know, like yeah. I'm happy for them, and that's awesome. Well, it's they're... interesting you bring that up because I was listening to a very interesting podcast on uh, on growth, and in this day and age, um, it's it's you really want to grow your business as quickly as possible with the way the nature of the business world is and is everything it? else. Which was really interesting because that can be the ultimate demise for some. You know, you if hit, you overextend yourself, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's it can be one of those you hit critical mass, but you have to have all the other elements in, in, in support that are going to support the growth. Yeah. You know, well, it sounds like they're doing it. Cause if they're doing a, uh, a training space for retailer distributors and staff, I mean, it sounds like they, you know, the carts are moving and they're just trying to keep up, you right. know, yeah. and you have to strike when the iron's hot, so to speak, but I'm with you, boy, you overextend yourself, oh, you know, God. then you leave yourself hanging too. If something that's a, happens, that's a hard and, recovery too. Well, it is what it is. I, I like the attitude though. It's, it's like, you know, go be, you know, go big or go home type thing, I guess, you know, it's just like, holy crap. But you want to talk about balls deep, man. I mean, it's like, <laughs> damn, you know, from like October, 2014, you know, 2015 is a full year. So you're, you're talking about a year and a half basically. All this has transpired. It's like holy crap! It's amazing. That's it awesome. Is. But I'll it tell is. you what, man. The quality of the beer that they're cranking out. Yeah. Uh, it's. I can see it. Yeah. No, I do too. I mean, you just have to get the this, the this beer and their different styles. And this is so different. This El Paraiso is so different than their sours. Yeah. Which I've come to know from Wicked Weed. Right. First stout I ever had from him. This thing's freaking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I just want to plug uh, Sam's Bottle Shop. So I went to the new Sam's Bottle Shop. Uh, their original location's up in Durham. Mm-hmm. Now they have this one where if you're going around Raleigh on the 40, it's just mm-hmm. a little hop off. Beautiful location. I was talking off to the a, belt. Off the belt. One? Yeah, 40 belt. Yeah, just put in Sam's Bottle Shop. And it's right off. I mean, it's like a mile off. It, it, I mean, it, oh, it's, wow. it's not inconvenient at all. And I talked to one of the guys working there. He said, yeah, they actually built it because this thing, you walk in, 
It is beautiful. It's all laid out. They have taps downstairs, but then they have a second story beer garden that's open outdoors. And then they have another and then they have a bar, you know, another set of taps and everything. It was just awesome. Mary made her first bottle purchases, (laughs) man. I was like, holy shit. A year ago, she's like, I'm not a beer drinker. Yeah, yeah. And then she even (laughs) bought a bottle of Duchess for me or whatever. She surprised me that like my wife bought me my first beer. This is awesome. awesome. Yeah, you know, Bought her first beer for you. Well, she bought beers for herself, too. And yeah, then, but she bought you a beer the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A bottle. Right. That's exactly. awesome. Yeah, man. it's pretty badass. But the cool thing about Sam's is that and people that don't understand it, and if you ever come to North Carolina and you land in Raleigh, make it a point to go by there. Because Absolutely. it started as this little convenience store right. gas station, station right. in Durham <laughs> yeah. that was just... you. Like where the hell am I? But you'd walk in and it was like a beer mecca. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's and it was all kind of like hodgepodge thrown together. Yeah. It's an afterthought because they're working. But this new location is like wow. It's like any aspiring bottle shop. You know, I mean, you know, to me, you know, they have a, a huge selection that's cold. They have a you know a huge you know regular warm shelf warm shelf selection. Mm-hmm. You can mix and match your bottles. I mean, you can buy cases. You can buy six packs. I mean. It's it's nicely done. It's really nicely done. I highly recommend you check it out. Highly recommend. Yeah, that's a definite bucket list if you're ever in the Raleigh area. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah, highly recommend that. No, so. Anyways, again, if you want more information about this beer from Wicked Weed, um, go to wickedweedbrewing.com. Again, they're out of Asheville, North Carolina. I would I would venture to say I would put them a top five brewery in the U.S. I mean, I know a lot of people outside our area. I would. Uh, you know, clamor for uh, you know, Firestone Walker or uh, Treehouse. You know, yeah, a lot of people yeah. put them. I I would say though, Wicked Weed is, you know, like Lost Abbey. Lost Abbey is in my top five, and Wicked Weed is definitely up there. Uh, I think maybe Wicked Weed falls a little bit lower on the scale only because I can more I can get it more readily available than I can get Lost Abbey. Like yeah. I cannot get, and I think that's what yeah. it is. I think everybody's top five, top ten list kind of moves because of that, but. By no means is that a takeaway from uh, from them. They do great stuff. And, and Walt and Luke, if you ever get a chance to meet them, they're great guys. Uh, you know, definitely chat them up, man. And uh, take into to mind with this El Paraiso, uh, it states, Under cold winter skies we dream of warm summer paradise, of far-off floating islands where the awakening sense of roasted coffee and husked cocoa nibs restore our work-warm souls. <laughs> Delicious beer. Get all the information on it and more on Wicked Weed. Like Dustin said, go to beerarmy.org, hit the show notes. And if you're on iTunes, double-click the Beer Army Engage logo and the show notes and all the avenues in which you can take us in. So thank you so much for doing so. And stick around. we got our heroes never die coming up. Go AWOL with Beer Army Radio. We're online and mobile at beerarmy.org. Every soldier needs quality gear. Get yours at BeerArmy.org. Hats, t-shirts, and more. Show Murphy he can't keep you down and announce to the world that you're in the Beer Army. Go to BeerArmy.org. Do it. Uh, By the way, Murphy's a bitch. It's Beer Army Engaged on Beer Army Radio. Oh, man. BeerArmy.org has some awesome swag up there for you. Definitely check it out. Uh, I've got to replace my hat. Uh, there's socks up there that we finally got up there. I love, I'm love. i loving the socks. Lena was wearing those. Uh, uh, what was that? When we were down in Wilmington. Yeah, Cape for, for a Beer Fest. For the Beer Fest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's flashing her socks at people. Yeah, you can get to that by going to BeerArmy.org, hit on the um, store tab or whatever, and you can shop. Or actually got a shirt that we're trying to bring back uh, in time for Easter where it says, thank God for beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got the profit on back. <laughs> you know, so uh, we haven't had that around for a couple of years. We have a lot of people asking for it. But want to remind everybody, tickets uh, went on sale for Brewburn Beer Fest uh, this past Saturday. 
uh, had a lot of tickets sold, <laughs> so take advantage yeah. of it. And you get a chance on a discount code. We do have discounted tickets for a couple of weeks, but you got to be subscribed to our newsletter to get that code. Get you five bucks off your ticket. We're closing in on a Beer Army Beer Week as well. That's right. And then, um, yeah, that kick that that's kind of like kickoff event and celebration North North Carolina Craft Beer Month, which is the month of April. Mm-hmm. And the anchor event for that is uh, Give Them Hell Day, which is going to be out at Double Barley where they're brewing that tasty, which they already have. It's been uh, aging in the tanks, mm. whatever, at 10.4% Imperial Red Ale. Cannot wait to get my hands on some of that. So uh, definitely come out. That's uh, April 2nd. If you go to beerarmybeerweek.org, you can get all the different events. Uh, that Wednesday, we have this uh, limited tap takeover from uh, Select Beers from Sierra Nevada from their Beer Camp Series that you can't get anywhere else but at Sierra Nevada. So those are coming out. Oh. Uh, that Thursday, which would be March 31st, we have the, um, a beer and wine face-off where we have a food. It's a beer dinner, but we, we're pairing a beer and a wine to each dish, dish, and you'll vote on which one you like better. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it's something really different cool. on a traditional you know, beer dinner or whatever. And then uh, Friday, of course, we have our classic uh, pub crawl where we have the passports where you kind of do it on your own type thing. We have six locations. You get all the stops, punch your uh, your passport. You bring in a beer army burger coming by 11 o'clock and uh, get a chance to enter it in for uh, prizes. And then, of course, uh, that's Saturday. Uh, that's April 1st, so that's not an April Fool's joke. I mean, you get a chance at real, real prizes yeah, here, man. Yeah. And then April 2nd, of course, give them hell day. So, um, again, go to the beerarmy.org. That's our portal for all that stuff. Click on the event. You, you get all that, uh, that good gouge, all that good info. So, definitely check it out. That's an awesome way to kick things off. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, we're busy. I mean, dude, we're busy, man. It's like we're turning and burning. And the other thing, too, is on April 2nd, simultaneously, while give them hell's going, we got uh, Superman Dave Ryan, man, and he's going to be out there uh, doing the silent auction booth with uh, the Ginger Ninja, Matt Smith, as they uh, host the Raleigh World Beer Festival. That's right. So there will be two sessions going on for that, 12 to 4 and then 6 to 10. Uh, you can get your tickets. You know, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but if you go to the All About Beer Magazine website, I'm sure you can get your tickets through that portal or just Google uh, World, Beer, World Beer Fest uh, Raleigh and get your tickets and uh, yeah beer weekend in the Raleigh dude area. it's crazy man yeah so it's just like whoa we got like multiple fundraising events going on at the same time um, I got a, a private party I need to go to later that night for Ben Defonce, uh which is that Korean War vet that I was telling you about um, where's that buddy, buddy's uh, grandfather or whatever and that's going to be right here it's his 85th birthday oh so you're leaving uh, double barley early I, I don't know man that thing's going from 7 to 10 so I, I gotta figure this all out and I have to be to Raleigh to start to help set up with the uh, with the silent auction booth. So, yeah, April 2nd is going to be pretty nuts. <laughs> but, and if, if I get a chance, I'm definitely roping your ass into all this. <laughs> I mean, so what are you doing April 2nd, Mick? <laughs> well, last time the, the trip back was entertaining. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Well, if you need a hand, I'll be there for you. Buddy. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, jeez. That course, is crazy. And well, I, I'm already thinking about St. Patty's for tomorrow because I know that uh, Gary's got some uh, uh, corned beef and cabbage going on. We got some other specials. Uh, oh. Of course, today. Well, this kick- past weekend they had the fully loaded Irish nachos. Yeah, and of course today kicks off the whole uh, NCA March Madness brackets and everything else like that. So we'll have on all the TVs basketball going for the next couple of weeks. You know, so mm-hmm. uh, definitely check it out. Check out the new lunch menu and all that at Beerami Burger Company. Wow. Yeah, wow. And it's nonstop. It is. And it's all leading up to uh, Brewburn Beer Fest, June 23rd. Don't forget. 25th. 25th. Yeah. Last year was yeah. the 23rd. This yeah, year is the like, 25th. Can't keep up with it all. Yeah, but the, all your tickets for that and all the information on all the events, beerarmy.org. Hit it up. And right now, let's dive into what this is all about. Beer Army Engaged. Man, we have a, a great story. Our heroes never die. Right now, Dustin, you've got uh, something very awesome to share. And before we dive into that, just remember, when the chips are down, 
Everything falls apart around you. You never know who's going to step in the gap. Mick, you can't you can't say it better than that. You just again, you don't know what you're going to do when a situation happens. I hope to God that if anything violent was to happen around my kids, uh, a woman this like this 26 year old Tiana Carruthers is around. Um, just give this a listen. An uplifting photo of Tiana Carruthers released by hospital today served as the perfect backdrop for the news conference. And her mind is sharp. And her will is strong. It shows the young mother in a wheelchair with a bright smile, giving us a glimpse of her strength after the tragedy. I have watched her become stronger, and I was amazed from the very beginning how strong she impressed me to be uh, early on. Carruthers has been deemed a hero after police say she shielded four children, including her own child, when shots were fired at the Meadow Town Homes in Richland Township. She suffered four gunshot wounds to her legs, arm, and right flank. Blank, resulting in several fractures and trauma. Over the next few days, her fractures were repaired and her overall condition stabilized. Now, Carruthers is in rehab, where she celebrated her 26th birthday yesterday and is making a remarkable recovery. Oh, my God. I want to say, when I say rehab, we're not talking about drugs. We're talking about trying to learn how to walk, man. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, exactly. just want to throw it out there. So, this is just nuts. This is, and the thing is, I didn't hear about the story until now. Like, you, usually you hear more, but I think with all the stupid politics shit going on and everything else, it's drowning out, like, mm-hmm. key stories like this. And, and, and to me, while there's a tragedy here and people lost their lives, to hear, you know, something that's very um, uplifting about the human spirit and human condition about this woman, uh, Tiana Carruthers. And this happened out in uh, Kalamazoo, Michigan. And so... She's one of the survivors of this. Um, it happened in Kalamazoo County, specifically. Um, it happened in this uh, Meadow Meadow Townhomes in Richland Township of Kalamazoo County, and I guess there's some shooting rampage. It it claimed the lives of six people, and I'm just like, holy crap! Like usually you hear about these things, and for whatever reason. I, this is the first I'm hearing about it, so I feel like a sh- wow. like a schmuck, man, because it's like, geez, you know, you're not up to date on your current events. But so, uh, so you know, somebody's going off, they're shooting all over the place. She shielded four kids; only one of them were her own. The rest were kids of friends and relatives, and I mean, she just throws herself in between them and and the shooter. So she sustained like they uh, like the uh, reporter said four gunshot wounds to her legs, arms, and right flank. But more specifically. One bullet had entered her left thigh and fractured her femur. Another had entered her right thigh and fractured that femur. A third shot hit her left arm, fracturing her humerus. And a fourth bullet traveled through the soft tissues of the side of her right side and lodged in her liver. You know, it's like, holy shit, man. Like, wow. Like, holy crap, man. So over those next few days, they repaired, you know, obviously, you know, and she's in critical condition and they stabilized her. And, you know, the trauma center at this Borges Medical Center. And and then she's in the rehabilitation unit because she's trying to get out of this wheelchair or whatever. And that's where she celebrates her 26th birthday. I, I'm just like, wow, just inspired, man. Like, like I guess when people are shooting, I, I always think take cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what you think. But I like to think that I'd be cognizant enough, like, there's my kids or there are there are children, let alone only one of them is mine, and, and protect them. Mm-hmm. To me, you cannot. This to me totally embodies what heroism is, what being a hero is, just just all of it. You know. Well, the cool thing is, I'm looking at this story right now, 
which everybody can link to in the show notes and, and read it in full. But I'm, I'm pulling it up, and I'm reading about what Sheriff Richard Fuller has to say. He's the Kalamazoo County Sheriff's yeah. Office. Um, he's from there. And this is a direct quote from him saying, Her actions for what she did to take care of the people that day herself are nothing short of heroic. I've watched her become stronger, and I was amazed by the very beginning how strong she got early on. Yeah, it's just really... That's coming from a first responder. Yeah. Somebody who sees... Stuff like this all the time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. I do want to throw out here before I forget, though, that they are having a benefit concert at the Galilee Baptist Church in Kalamazoo on March 18th, so in three days. Oh, on Friday. Right. So, you know, so if you're around... uh, Is it Friday or is that Thursday? I think that's... Yeah, I think it's Thursday. Right? No, no, you're right. Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I need to look at a calendar. No, you're fine. But just put March 18th. If you're anywhere near Kalamazoo, uh, definitely go You know, check it out. If you can't be there, uh, they do have a, a GoFundMe account uh, or site sponsored by the Kalamazoo Foundation. Um, and they're accepting donations. And, and then there's many residents that have been generous in their and support of that. And um, it's just it's just awesome, man. It's really awesome. <laughs> it's just really awesome. I. I'll be honest with you, like I, you know, you know me. I like to bust Mary's balls and be sexist, you know, sometimes as an asshole. But I mean, I'm not. Deep down, I'm not. Look, and your wife is so hot, she's making you sexist. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know. It's either that or uh, Christy, <laughs> you know, quoting Flight of the Concord, or Lena, or any one of the yeah. other women out there that I don't know seem to bust my balls uh, with no uh, no problem. And so it, made, yeah. it just makes me sexist. I'm blaming it on the women. How's that return to the table? Yeah, right? yeah, no, no, no. But <laughs> the, where I'm going with this is that I don't know. If I would have the courage like she does, like this, again, Tiana Carruthers, like, I'd like to think I do. Well, a protective but, mother is a formidable No, foe. I know, but I always think, like, if I probably heard gunshot, I would probably take cover. Like, I hope to think that I was cognizant enough, like, there's children, I need to protect them. I mm-hmm. really do. I really do. But, again, you don't know what you're going to do until you're thrown into that situation. And uh, I'm just inspired. I, I, it just blows me away. It's just, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. This is yeah, absolutely awesome. And the thing that I love is is the photo of her that the hospital released. Yeah. She's in a wheelchair, but she's nothing short of just glowing. Yeah, nah. I mean, she's got this right this, attitude. Yeah, this amazing <laughs> attitude and spirit about her. That's uh, wow. Definitely, everybody needs to check this out. And don't forget, all the back episodes and all of our Heroes Never Die stories are always available to you. If you hit up the back catalog of Beer Army Engaged, you can uh, you can peruse and enjoy. Because this is just one of many instances of the human spirit just displaying itself for the good of others at, at its own cost and, and own potential uh, threat of injury. So, so now you never know what's going to happen. And again, you never know who's going to step in and do the right thing. So definitely big hands up to, uh, and a big thumbs up to Miss Carruthers here. Just amazing. Absolutely awesome story. I know. It just kind of leaves you speechless, right? Like you don't want to yeah. go off it because you don't want to no. give the homage to do. But I know we're already running over and we got to get to our another favorite segment of this show. So, you know. Yeah, you come to Sue's coming up. There's a lot of stuff and we've got plenty here for you. Uh, naked people dancing on semi-trucks. Trees getting pulled over. Yeah. <laughs> Trees getting pulled over. You'll see what I'm talking As about. As well, smell dating. <laughs> smell dating. Yeah. Awesome. Stick around. It's all coming your way on Beer Army Engage. Hey, mothers, lock up your daughters. It's Mick Dagger and the General. Oh, wow. Beer Army engaged on 
Radio. On the battlefield of beer, an informed soldier is a good soldier. Learn more about the Beer Army Foundation. Go to beerarmy.org. Get informed about beer, upcoming events, festivals, and community outreach that the Beer Army provides and supports. The revolution starts with you at beerarmy.org. Beer Army Engaged. I'm excited for uh, Yikum to sue, Dustin. Yeah, you are. You saw you got a little glimpse during the break there of what I, that little nugget I found. Well, just what you told us last break. It's literally, literally. But I think you thought it was like like somebody like a logging. But no, the tree's actually no, vertical. Yeah, 15 foot trees. Vertical yeah. moving around. So. Well, hold on. We don't want to jump yeah. the gun here <laughs> <laughs> before we get into Yikum to sue. And it's, it's worth it. We get a lot of stuff to share. Uh, by the way, we are in scholarship season, but we're closing down in the last couple of weeks. We are. We only got uh, two weeks left, or March 31st. is the, It has to be postmarked or received by 31 March. So if you are a uh, somebody who's going to school, doesn't matter what age you are. I mean, if you look at the, the, the criteria to qualify, again, it's very liberal. Um, check it out. Get your application in. It doesn't cost you anything but your time and a uh, whatever the hell a stamp is. Actually, I heard stamps are going down two cents, so that's awesome. Yeah, from what, 39 to 37 or <laughs> something like know. that? 54 to 52, I think. Nah, I have no idea. Anyways, uh, get that in. And then, of course, uh, pledge your support because that's how we pay for um, – or that's how we fund these scholarships and stuff like that. So if you don't know what we're talking about, go to beerarmy.org slash pledge, and you can pledge your support. It's a monthly recurring donation is the best way to explain it. And we get uh, you got certain perks for certain levels, depending on what level you pledge your support at. And then, again, for the scholarships, you can go to beerarmy.org slash scholarships to get more information about that. Man, what a great opportunity. Man, I can't believe that uh... – it's expanding this year, and there's going to be more opportunities and more locations for these scholarships. Yeah, Oregon and Virginia. Yeah. So. And North Carolina. So good yeah, on North Carolina. Good on you. Get those scholarships in. Remember, that time's running out, so definitely do that. And to pledge. Be yeah. a part of uh, all the opportunities there to help us have the positive impact that we do. And it's all because of you. So definitely take part in that. And uh, hit up the pledge button right there online, beerarmy.org. And right now, though, there's some just insanity that kind of helps us get a respite from the crazy that drives us mad. This actually brings a smile to our face, usually, and uh, makes us laugh our asses off. So, without further ado, let's yick them to Sue. I know you were kind of surprised and you were laughing your ass off. And I wish I could have caught that surprise, not laughter for on mic. Oh, and you're setting this up and getting this yeah, ready. Yeah, it, yeah, it's because I think you're like, oh, okay, oh, a tree. Nice. But no, it's literally a tree that got pulled over. Here, so a <laughs> tree it. got it's, pulled just over. Just a little snippet. Just a little snippet here. An Illinois police department released a stunning picture hoping to deter people from drinking and driving. It shows a car with a 15-foot tree lodged in its front grill. Police had pulled over the driver who was actually driving on the wrong side of the road with the tree sticking out <laughs> back in January. Tr- I mean, so we're talking about uh, 54-year-old Marianne Christie, and this is out of Roselle, Illinois. And the thing that's so funny is the tree is perpendicular to the front of the car. It's standing straight it's, up. It's standing straight up, and she's just driving down. And when the police pulled her over... She told police, and the thing is, the airbags have been deployed, everything. And you can see it from the cop's dashboard camera. He's just like, uh, what the hell? And oh, my God. She told police that she struck the tree somewhere in her hometown but didn't remember where. So, obviously, she was booked for DUI or under oh the influence. So, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. What kind of tree was that? I think it was a spruce. I don't know, man. I just no, like that how it was a pine check. tree. That was... No, no, spruce. Like, I think it's that type of tree. Not... Or no, spruce? spruce. No, spruce is I guess is 
Oh shit, I don't know. I don't know. Spruce is a type of pine, man. Is it? Yeah, it's like oh. a Douglas fir. There's spruce. There's oh. all those okay. Then I'm an idiot. I don't know what the hell freaking tree. Or is. either I'm a real idiot. No, no, I think you're right. You're right. But this is it, man. The video is from that cop from his his dash cam is freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is just. <laughs> Good shit, man. <laughs> oh. oh my god! You, oh wow, man! I'm tearing up. That hadn't happened in a long time. <laughs> oh wow. Well, speaking of cops and pulling people over and coming across very interesting things, uh, how about a crash involving three vehicles reported on Highway 290 in Houston early on a Monday morning? Well, not so much early, about 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. Okay. And the cops come to the scene. And find something really bizarre going on, quite honestly. They found a, a woman had climbed atop a semi truck, but that's not all. Pay attention. Deputies say that she was in, actually involved in two minor hit and run accidents before she confronted that big rig that you see her on top of a couple hours ago. Basically, she pulled in front of the big rig. Stopped traffic, got out. Deputies say she took off her clothes, then climbed on top of the big rig and proceeded to hold up traffic for a couple of hours. Now, rescue workers, the deputies from the Harris County Sheriff's Office and the fire department tried to talk her down talk from her down the big the rig, but they say that she wasn't making any sense. Uh, she was um, talking about all sorts of things. Wall Street, the CIA, aliens, and all, all types of things. Wow. <laughs> Dancing naked on top of a semi-truck she got into an accident with. She obviously uh, had too much coffee or, uh, I don't know, it takes super orange juice or something. I'm sorry, <laughs> but if there's ever an instance that would automatically generate rubbernecking, yeah, yeah. that's going to be it. Be like, officer, really? You're going to excite me for rear-ending the driver in front of me? I, do you see what I was <laughs> looking at? I'm sorry. You, know? you kidding me? Wow. Oh, wow. man. Uh, so, Wendy Williams, she was up on uh, Conan, and she has her own talk show, so she kind of understands how talk shows work and everything. I would but hope. it, it kind of came out that uh, her teenage son walked in on her, because in her household, I guess they don't have locked door policy or something like that. I don't know, but, but give this a listen. We walk hard in our house, and that way, or we're always clearing our throats. That's the warning sign that here I come. You don't just tiptoe to somebody's room. I respect him. So when I come to see his room, you hear it. Or I'm, um, Kevin, here I come. Right. And I, and I walk slow to give him a chance to clean up. And we don't close our door either. But if you walk in on me and my husband, you're going to get a surprise. Uh, has, that, has that happened with your son? Once, three, uh, when he was 13. Okay, can you tell us what happened? No, but, but I'll just tell you this. He got a surprise, and he will never do that again. Well, I think it's fair for me to know what the surprise was. You're on a, you're on a talk show, and you have a talk show. Yes. You know the rules, so... But late What night, the hell did he walk in on? He, he walked in on me giving my husband a favor. At 2 o'clock in the morning. 2 o'clock in the morning? Yes! Oh, my God. You guys must have had a lot of coffee. What are you like? <laughs> I mean, you know, the hours are weird. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he walked in on you doing that? Yes. And he forgot to clear his throat and stop. Yeah. What did he think was going on? Yeah. Here? I don't know, man. I'm just like, two in the morning. So this is their son, uh, Kevin Hunter Jr. Who cleared their throat? Him or... Well, or... he was supposed to before he entered. Like, I would never enter my parents' room at two in the morning. I wouldn't Well, he probably that. heard her clearing her throat. <laughs> 
I don't know, dude. There's I, more here. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, dude. So he, you know, you gotta love Conan with a follow. So I just, here, I just want to play another like 20 seconds of this because I think All it's right. pretty. What's going on? Well, he, he didn't hear anything. He saw the TV, and then he looked. And what do you think we did? Continued. <laughs> that alert. You continue? Although the next day, what do you? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you continued? Coming? You like looked over and you were like that, and then you went continued. <laughs> no, I looked up and looked back down. Maybe my husband went like this, but the next day he was going out, you know, with some of his oh friends. Oh my and god! I, yeah. Oh my god! The, the thing is, Conan, you don't see it, but he's like gives the okay sign, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, we're okay here. You can go." Ahead Family's and great, son. Go back to bed. Oh man, I was just like, "Mommy can't talk right now." Yeah. <laughs> And the thing is, what's funny, dude, is that she says, um, she, the thing that I guess cracks me up, she said that usually like when he goes out or goes out with his friends or he leaves the house or whatever, she goes, I usually give him a hug and a kiss. She said, uh, well, she he said, didn't but, want one. right, night. right. He said, but he hugged, but he wouldn't kiss me. He wouldn't kiss me, Conan. <laughs> it's like, I wonder why, man. You know, it's like, oh, oh he's, she, he's not going to, he's not going to accept a kiss from her for a long oh, time. Yeah. Probably ever. Like, I was like, oh, God, I can't imagine if I had that image of my mother. It'd be like, oh, stop, stop. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyways, I know you can top that one, though. You got something over there that's good. I don't know. I don't know. You always got stuff that's good. I had this, this day and age, look, I'm back on the dating scene. It yeah, sucks. I, know. I hate dating. You're good at it, though. I, no, I'm not. Yes. I hate it. I hate it. It's just horrible, but it seems anymore with the way things are, you can. There's some weird stuff you can take part in. I'm okay. just gonna throw a term out there: smell dating. Smell dating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's described as the first male odor dating service. What male male order or male as an M A L E male order M A I L. Okay, male. Odor? Yeah, here's how it works. Okay. See, I knew I'd pique your interest there. Like, yeah, explain this, man. For 25 bucks, men and women can sign up and receive a white t-shirt in the mail. They wear the shirt for three days and three nights without deodorants and other scents. Then they return the shirt in a prepaid envelope. Okay. Okay? Yeah, I'm fine. All right. Then, the shirts are received by this smell dating company. Uh-huh. They cut them into pieces... And uh, what you get back is other people's shirts. So each participant gets a series of pieces. Okay. You smell each one, and you let them know which ones you like. And if there's someone else that likes you too in your scent, then you exchange contact information, and who knows? Maybe a lifelong friendship of armpit sniffing. I don't know. What about if you only get it? What about if you get a piece of shirt that's on the tail or something? You know, not in the armpit area or something like that. I don't what know. if you get a shirt that's like from the back near like the lower hem, and maybe you got some splashback from? Well, a douche. no, 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 no. I'm saying, but like you get a shoulder piece where you don't have as much sweat on it as your armpit area. I guess is what I'm trying to get at. I don't know. Wow. All I know is that's how real? desperate that... do you have to be to do this smell dating thing? That's not satire. That's real shit. This is real shit. Wow. Wow. Smell dating. Seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work than just going on, uh, you know, hot or not or whatever, swiping pictures and reading profiles. It's pheromones. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. chicks love to wear their boyfriends, yeah, like, I shirts guess. and stuff. It smells like him. It still smells like him. Okay. So, apparently, I need to spend $25, get a t-shirt, and send it off and hope some... Yeah, you should do that. Hot chick loves my aroma. Bear on me, you might have to sponsor that. 
Of course, the crazy thing is, is more likely than not, it won't be a hot chick. <laughs> I'll probably get a shirt that smells like Cheetos. And I'll be like, this smells wonderful. You like Cheetos? I do like Cheetos. <laughs> but if I'm enjoying a shirt that smells like Cheeto sweat, more mm. likely than not, it's not a fitness model. <laughs> All right? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That just happened. Uh, okay. So it's how superficial I am. Yeah. Well, no, I'm with you, dude. I have a way to wrap it up. I'm yeah. not ashamed to admit it. No. Should be. I look good. I, I put effort into looking good, and I would like to be with somebody that kicks ass and looks good themselves. Oh, hey, you're here. And isn't covered in Cheeto sweat. <laughs> oh, bad. All it's right. Stuff we find. <laughs> you're speechless. What happened? I don't know, dude. I just like, I can't believe that's real, I guess. It's totally real. No, I, I, hit the show notes. I'm going to. I'm going to. Not a joke. Reported on by ABC News. Yeah. Actually, been to the website. No, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I just. just Whole new wow. use of pheromones. Good stuff. Go figure. Well, hit up the back catalog, beerarmy.org. A lot of other insanity you can dive into. Some great stories from our Heroes Never Die segments and some awesome beers featured. Today, man, diving back into the plethora of selections from Wicked Weed and this El Paraiso Imperial Coffee Stout. Absolutely amazing. If you can get your hands on it, definitely do. You won't be disappointed. For more information on that beer and everything we've talked about today, hit it up, check it out, and in the meantime, Brown's out. Beer Army Radio.